0: This episode of Cryptid Cocktail Party is brought to you by Immortal Workshop. You a fan of MetaZoo? Then you need to check out Immortal Workshop, your go-to source for all things MetaZoo. Starting on March 31st, pre-orders for the highly anticipated MetaZoo native set will be available on ImmortalWorkshop.com. And that's not all. Immortal Workshop is also running a giveaway on their site for a chance to win $250 in store credit. So don't miss out on the chance to stock up on your favorite MetaZoo cards and get a little cash while you're at it. But the fun doesn't stop there. Join the Immortal Workshop community on Discord to participate in their bi-weekly webcam tournaments, which are completely free to enter and offer exciting prizes. Make new friends, compete against other players, and improve your MetaZoo skills all at once. So what are you waiting for? Head to immortalworkshop.com and join the MetaZoo revolution, your collection and your wallet. will thank you. To another episode of Cryptid Cocktail Party. I'm your host, Dave, and today I am joined by once again my good friend Nick Einzmann, host of the uh the dad pod the dads podcast. Fuck.
1: All right. <laughs> How you doing, Nick? Host of the Dad cast. The dad cast. Whatever, man. The dad cast. It's I'm doing I'm doing Dave. Trust me, man. I'm I'm breathing. <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's really the only
0: requirement for doing a podcast is the ability to breathe in and out.
1: Well, yeah, and, and
0: formulate some some noises. Yeah, but, the, I mean, they don't have to be, like, cohesive. It's just, <laughs> you just got to kind of flow together.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, listen, I got a shrimp burrito in front of me. I have chicken tamales in uh. front of me. <laughs> <laughs> shrimp burrito. That sounds so fucking gross. I am obsessed with shrimp. I, I, feel, I don't I, know. I love shrimp. I can eat, if I can eat, like, one protein for the rest of my life, it'd be shrimp. Really? Oh yeah, I, I I'm not gonna go full like, whatever. Uh, Forrest Gump's friend Bubba. I'm not gonna go full Bubba, <laughs> but like, it's such a versatile protein. <laughs> I guess man.
0: I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't not. know. i am not a big fan of seafood really, which is weird because oh, I, I am, grew up in New England. But I'm aware. I do I'm like really uh, seafood. I do like shrimp cocktail, but I think it's because I just like cocktail sauce. Did we have it, shrimp?
1: It, it's a good vehicle. We, we had it at Christmas, right? Shrimp cocktail? shrimp cocktail. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Maybe. Who knows? Probably. I I, this is, I eat a lot of food. A lot of the foods I eat are based off of what the condiments are that go with it, just because I like the condiments, not so I'm much not the actual con- food.
1: I'm not a big condiment guy. No, like Chipotle ranch no. or fucking horseradish sauce or some shit like that. Oh, I can't stand horseradish in general. Oh, you're the you're the worst. <laughs>
0: All right, Nicholas. Well, I'm glad you're doing good. I'm glad you could join me today. It's a rainy, shitty day here in Philly, so we're both kind it of hunkering down yeah. inside. You ordered food. I'm probably gonna order food later, but before, I guess, in the meantime, uh, do you want to hear about a story about a cryptid? A little spooky cryptid
1: cocktail, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, today, Nicholas, I'm do- I'm doing uh, I'm doing one that I didn't really know much about, but I, s- I see its name thrown out here every once in a while. And I just enjoy the name of it. So today, Nicholas, we're going to be talking about the Van Meter Visitor. Are you familiar? Van Meter.
1: It sounds familiar, but I'm going to need a refresher. Well, good. You're going to get about a half hour of one. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so the, the, sto- the story of the Van Meter Visitor takes place in the small mining town of Van Meter, Iowa. Uh, and when I say sm- we talk about small towns a lot on this show, and I usually preface it by saying when I mean small I really mean small this time I fucking 100% mean like the smallest town I've ever heard of uh is it like 50 people well right now currently in 2020 I think the population is like a thousand even uh the time frame that we're talking about is 1903 and I think it was just under 400 people so it's
1: can can you imagine what tinder's like in van meter iowa
0: uh, I it's probably a lot of like siblings and cousins being on like you're just gonna it's, you know everyone, and half yeah. of them are probably your family members. Not the shit on the town of Van Meter, sorry guys. It's alright. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the story takes place in the small mining town of Van Meter, Iowa, where over the course of a week in the fall of 1903, uh, several townfolk, many of them respected and prominent men in Van Meter, uh, reported that they re- reported that they saw, uh. What they described as a nine-foot-tall, half-human, half-animal with massive wings, said to be like smooth bat wings, uh, a horn on its head that shot a beam of light out of its tip, uh, that witnesses said temporarily blinded them. Basically, think a pterodactyl uh, with like a fucking like spotlight on its forehead. It's pretty it much. Kind of
1: reminds me of uh oh, It's gonna kill me. My friend Gabe would be able to to nail it. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is it? And it's like a Godzilla kaiju or a kaiju from, like, the Shoho universe or oh. Soho universe that, like, sounds just like this guy, God, this goddamn thing. Well, maybe... Gabe, I know you listen. <laughs> Find out what it is. <laughs> Gabe. I have sent you this podcast, Gabe. Gabe, if you're listening, please ease Nick's mind and tell him what kaiju this reminds him of. It's going to drive me nuts. Like, I kid you not, Dave, I'm going to be driving lift at 2 o'clock this morning or, you know, when we're recording this. Yeah. And it's going to come to me, and I'm going to scare the shit out of whoever's in the back of my car.
0: <laughs> You're just going to scream out a random name, and they're like,
1: Camera! <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> just look back at them, like, that's who it is! Like, I don't know if that's who it is. I know it's not camera.
0: They're just going to be like, sure, dude, whatever. Can I go home now, please? They're going to think it's like a bone collector scenario. They're gonna, All the locks in the cars are just going to go down. W- one star. What? <laughs>
1: One star for this kaiju screaming man. Man screaming
0: about kaiju. All right, well, uh, the first sighting occurred at about 1 a.m. on September 29th when businessman U.G. Griffith was awoken by what he thought was someone fucking around with like a spotlight on top of a roof. Understandably annoyed, he got up and went to tell whoever it was to knock it the fuck off, Uh, but when he went to investigate the source of the light, uh, he saw the light along with something massive jump from the roof to another roof across the street uh, after taking a few more steps and clearly confused, uh the light in the giant mass just kind of fucked off into the night. So we didn't really get a clear look at it, but he did see like the like the light emitting from the horn.
1: It's kind of like that scene from uh signs, but a lot scarier. I don't, oh I don't know the, the, the scene sign this the, the scene the sign. Oh the, the scene from signs were like Mel Gibson, Waquan, Phoenix are like watching the alien like jump onto the roof. It's like sitting on the roof and it jumps off and jumps back through.
0: No, that's terrifying. Trying to say the scene from Signs just now, I think, gave me a stroke.
1: I could see that in your (laughs) face. Now,
0: the second sighting and the one where the initial description of the van meter visitor came uh, on the next night, September 30th, around 1230 a.m., the town doctor, Dr. Alcott... Uh, was sleeping in the back room of his office. I assume after a long day of like prescribing cocaine for blood ghosts and putting leeches on people's necks to balance their humors. I don't know what medicine was like in 1903. I'm just, <laughs> I assume it's all medieval at this point. Uh, when he suddenly was awoken by a bright light shining through his window onto his face. Uh, and just like Griffith, he went out to investigate who was shining lights into his window, but he made sure to grab his gun first because it's 1903. Did Uh, he
1: actually shoot it? Because I'm tired of hearing about these guys that grab their guns and don't actually shoot at the thing. Just wait.
0: (laughs) Now, as he approached the source of the light, he saw what he described as a humanoid with bat wings, uh, a blunt horn on its head that was the source of the blinding light that had awoken him. uh, And clearly terrified with what he was seeing, he raised his gun and fired five rounds at the creature, but the bullet seemingly had little to no effect. Uh, So after shooting the visitor five times and not even flinching, Alcott decided he was going to like fuck off back inside. And the van meter visitor just kind of like took off
1: into the night. So he did shoot it. at least he shot at it. But like, what the hell was he shooting at 22? I don't I don't know.
0: I don't know. I feel like back then. I, I don't know what guns were like in 1903. I feel like they were all just normal guns.
1: I have no idea. Two A Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, you can have my daughter, but you can't have my Winchester. (laughs) (laughs) No, either either the
0: same night or the next night on October 1st, different sources say one or the other. But either way, the, the next sighting was from a local bank teller named Peter Dunn. Uh, Now, Peter was holed up in the bank because he believed this was what was happening was an elaborate hoax uh, being perpetrated by some would be burglars, which is either some super paranoid thinking or bank robbers back then were like Danny Ocean levels of smart. Uh, Now, just after one a.m., Dunn heard what sounded like gargled gasps outside the window, uh, like the sound of someone being strangled. Uh, So he opened the door to investigate and he was immediately blinded uh, by the Van Van Meter visitor's, like, horn lamp, Uh, but once the light let up, he regained his bearings, and he, too, raised a gun and fired at the creature, and again, it was unaffected (laughs) by being shot for, like, the eighth time in two days.
1: (laughs) I'm glad that, like, people are shooting this damn thing, because honestly, like, if I open my door, and there's just, like, a fucking creature with, like, at this point, I don't even think flashlights are a thing, but, like, Dude, I have no idea. Oh, we don't know the candle power of this guy's lantern. It could be a million <laughs> fucking candle I'm shooting it. Like, I don't even care who it is. If I open up my door and there's, like, a like a literal lantern being held in my face, I'm being blinded, that's when I start blasting. Well, all right. I, so, it's 1903, and I keep thinking,
0: like, in my head, 1903 is the same thing as, like, 1703. But <laughs> you think about it, like, in, like, 10 years we're in World War One. Like, there has to be shit around. You know what I mean?
1: Like, it's not... <laughs> It's well, not, yeah, it's not, like, a a casual time in American history. Like, <laughs> shit's already fucking tense. But I'm just
0: saying, like, we're talking about, like, their firepower and if they have flashlights or not. Like, they clearly had all those things. Yeah, I mean, true. But it's am, true. But it's funnier for me to think that doctors were prescribing <laughs> they, cocaine for blood ghosts. Oh, I'm and, sure they were. That,
1: yeah. I but, mean, Hitler was giving people, like, meth to keep them as super soldiers. So, like cocaine for blood Ghost doesn't seem that far off yeah that's true
0: god being a fucking patient back then must have been awesome just-
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah until like you're depressed and like we're gonna shock your brain until it works that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> get that energizer
0: now uh no less than 24 hours later ov i just realized that a lot of people's names in this are just two initials and then their last name but uh, less than twenty-four hours later, Ov White, a hardware merchant, uh, was asleep in the room above his store. A lot of people sleeping in the places where they work. I don't know if that was just convenience or if that's just what. I mean, shop if they owned it, 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 yeah.
1: Like yeah. I know a few people that own shops that like own the building. And they live up top.
0: Yeah, like the dude from Gilmore Girls. He owns that diner, and then he also lives above it. It's a coffee shop for off. It's a diner.
1: Is it a diner? Yeah, you fuck. Luke's diner. Come on. Ah, that explains a lot of my (laughs) ex-girlfriend's obsessions with diners and people named Luke. No fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I know one Luke that listens to the show and that is very much about you. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Luke. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) He was God damn it. He was uh, he was awoken by what he described as rasping sounds from outside. He went to the, the window to investigate, but again, not before he too also grabbed his gun. Now, looking across the street from the window, <laughs> he saw the visitor perched <laughs> on a telephone pole. So he did what any man would do and has continuously done throughout this whole story, which is to shoot at it. Now, again, the creature was unfazed by this and returned fire in the form of releasing a noxious odor back at White. Now, while all this is going down, a Mr. Sidney Gregg. Uh, was awoken by the sound of white shooting and decided to go outside and see what all the hullabaloo was about. Uh, as he gets outside and looks down Main Street, uh, he sees the visitor lowering itself down from the telephone pole. Uh, and just as this was happening, the mail train comes roaring into town. Now this caught the Van Meter visitor off guard, uh, startling it. So it went to a cr- it, like crouched down as if it were about to like jump and take flight. But uh, instead, Greg said that it flapped its wings and hopped away like a kangaroo, uh, before
1: breaking into a sprint on all fours and then like. Are sailing we sure away. that like that? A this thing doesn't have? I have a few few questions about the yeah no the, uh, yeah fan have, meter have about it. Uh, so it seems like it's rasping a lot, right? And then it's got like some you know some clear, uh, I guess respiratory issues. Do are we sure that this thing isn't actually a guy with like emphysema? <laughs> like a minor like i mean could it not just be a miner that had like his helmet on he's like having a hard time breathing and like everyone's just a terrible shot because that's what it sounds like
0: oh like the so like the light on his head would be like the the headlamp from like yeah a mining exactly lamp? i don't exactly i don't think so well
1: the other thing that i have
0: there It'd i be mean a real like spry miner if you can jump rooftop to rooftop like a fucking spider-man
1: miners are the backbone of american culture <laughs> don't ever fucking disrespect my I, family again wasn't saying they aren't just, i have no no family my members of mine who've ever yeah, been minors we are we are very large people we do not do well with small spaces <laughs> <laughs> all right nick next
0: question what do you got for me uh
1: my other question Hold, b- is b- like
0: before you a- answer this ask this question just know that like I said, I, I knew nothing of this creature until I did the research for it today to write this episode, so I might not have all the answers.
1: My, my It's more of, like, a, a general idea. I mean... Okay. <laughs> obviously, it's a mining town, so there is that, like, aspect of people that are going to be walking around with this headlamps on. What if this thing, whatever it is, was just trying to blend in, and that's why it has this, like... <laughs> no, I'm serious. has, like, this lantern on its head because he thinks that it's, like, a way to communicate. It, like, observed
0: our goings-ons for, like, weeks. And I was like, I'm, you know what I'm finally going to do? it. I'm going to go in there, integrate myself into their society. And maybe he just wanted to make friends. And as soon as he gets out there, everyone's just fucking popping rounds at him. I kind of feel bad for the Van Meter visitor now.
1: Yeah, like, he's just... <laughs> uh He's literally just trying to make friends, and he's like, these guys with helmets on.
0: Dude, fir- first things first, though, like... he. We should probably get back to the story, but real quick, like, he hasn't done anything wrong and all the, literally been shot at like 12 times so far. Bunch of dickheads. 12
1: times? So, I mean, he's. Hold on a second here. Hold on a second here. She needed to whip out some. That's 38 times less than 50 cent. We got to call this guy 12 cents.
0: <laughs> I don't think 50 cent was the amount of times he was shot. Really? Yeah, no, that's not it. A
1: that's fucking stupid. Yeah.
0: So uh so by now the whole town is aware of everything going on since there have been five sightings by the town's like five most prominent citizens uh with miners in the town believing these sightings have something to do with some of the noises they've heard coming from within inside the mine. Now, what they're referring to here is just a few short days after the sightings in the on the 1st, uh the mine director heard what he described to the Des Moines Daily News as quote Satan and a regiment of imps were coming forth to battle uh, right before not one but two creatures uh, emerged from the shaft, the second smaller than the first, uh, and as he watched, they both took flight. And he described them the same way uh, everyone else had, with a horn on its head that was emitting a bright light and smooth, like bat-like wings. Uh, Now, you know what men from in a mining town in 1903 loved more than anything, Nicholas?
1: No, <laughs> I'm not a miner. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know the mindset of miners. They love formolds. Holds?
0: They love foreman posses. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what the mine director J.L. Platt did. <laughs> he gathered up a gang of armed men and waited for the monsters to come back to what I assume is their den. Oh, wait. What? So,
1: I'm um, sorry. I just want to make sure I heard you right. So there's multiple of these little fucking things just hopping around? Yeah, there's two. There's a big one and a small one okay all right uh
0: so yeah jl platt formed his posse he gathered up a gang uh, of armed men and waited for the monsters to come back to the den and just before dawn after waiting for what to them must have felt like forever uh the van meter visitors uh returned and the men immediately opened fired <laughs> now jesus christ <laughs> so many shots were fired uh that witnesses said that the the that they, they said, quote, the reception would have sunk the Spanish fleet. That's how many fucking
1: bullets were flying at these creatures. when. See, now I feel fucking horrible for the Van Meter visitor because clearly it's just a single day. It's literally the pursuit of happiness with Will Smith and Jaden Smith. Like, this thing is out there trying to make connections, trying to make networks, and they're fucking shooting a single widowed father. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's kind of sad. But... As a running theme to this
0: story, the bullets obviously did nothing but annoy the creatures. Uh, They let out the raspy cry, they farted out the noxious noxious fumes, and then they just kind of sauntered on down the shaft uh, without missing a beat. Uh, As soon as the monsters were far enough down the shaft, the town folks started immediately bricking and barricading the entrance to the mine. Don't know how that would help, but that's where the story ends. Uh, There was no more reports of the van meter visitor or dome light or smelly odor, and the town just kind of Went back to business as usual, uh, minus the mining part, since they kind of, (laughs) like, bricked up the mine. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, But, you know, the story lives on in many forms, from MetaZoo cards all the way to the annual Van Meter Visitor Festival. uh, And in the hearts and mind of all of us or something. I don't
1: know. I'm bad at ending episodes. (laughs) So... (laughs) Do we know what this, like, is there a picture of what this thing potentially looks like? Like, I have so many questions that are just unanswered. Like, have there been any... It literally looks like a pterodactyl with a light on its head. Let's do this Google search. Man. Meter. Visitor. Yeah, it literally looks just like a, like a pterodactyl. Oh, this poor guy, he's literally just, like, going around (laughs) trying to... Live his best life. Live his best life and raise his kid. And these fucking Iowans. Is that what they're, Iowans? I think they're assholes that don't support single fathers. <laughs> 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 uh, <coughs> so, I mean, the festival, right? Yeah. Now, there's... And, uh, you were talking about this last week, uh, you know, with the, the rise of cryptid festivals. Yeah. Now, for, like, these one-off fests, right? <coughs> because clearly the van meter is a one-off or you know it's not like there's multiple yeah sightings it's it's not like bigfoot or or yeah like like over the course of decades or centuries um do they just like walk around with flashlights on their heads or (laughs) because if not that is honestly a very under
0: no it's a great
1: idea and i think i need to monopolize on it yeah i think you should probably you should bring
0: it up to the festival organizer see if you can get in on that llc type deal uh, mm, no, but mm. I think I think uh
1: strap on flashlights. Yeah, it's got it's got to it's be like
0: any other cryptid fester. Like, you know, like it's just uh art vendors, food trucks.
1: Maybe mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I don't, uh, speaking of do you want to go to Squonkapalooza? a Palooza? I'm a I'm a sponsor of Squonkapalooza a Palooza, bud. Yeah, I know. So you're going. I don't know. It depends on if I'm still in the state. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if not, I will go on your behalf. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, all right. But yeah, that's uh, that's the end of the episode. What, what did you think of the story, Nick? It was a little shorter than normal, but you know.
1: A little shorter than normal. I mean, listen, I feel bad that this single father was harassed. Uh, I wish we like, <coughs> we got more, I guess, nighttime or daytime, like, sightings but it makes sense because it's got a flashlight on its head so clearly it's like nocturnal yeah i don't know more about this gas like did anyone else like get gassed
0: yeah i don't know and
1: they never they
0: just said it was a like a noxious odor they never said what it smelled like i mean i can't imagine right. it's good
1: but i don't know yeah i have so many questions and they're all just <laughs> unanswered and i don't know how to feel about it
0: yeah, but that, that's the, that's the thing with like these one-offs though. You usually end up with more questions than answers. Like the Enfield monster, or Flatwoods monster, or Mothman, you know what I mean? Like you, you never it's nothing if you're, you're you never satisfied.
1: To, if you had to put this up against another one-off cryptid. Like do you, you mean like you in, like like in a fight? Yeah.
0: Like who would like who would I pit it against to see who would win? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I say I don't think that the the Van Meter visitor has like a a bad bone in its body like i don't think it's violent
1: right so why the fuck was it getting shot at i don't know that's what i'm saying i don't think also do you like another question for you this is again not to be you know that i want to hunt cryptids but like do we know if anyone ever shot the mothman
0: oh they definitely just they definitely tried okay yeah they formed posses too during the mothman like they had like People in their pickup trucks with a bunch of guns just going down to the TNT factory or the TNT area.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, I, I mean, I yeah. I'm gonna do. Some, I'm gonna grab my uh, Cryptids A through Z book and see if I can uh, do some more digging here. Yeah, I'm sure it's in there. It has to be. Oh, I'd be surprised if it wasn't. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. The beard's looking good, by the way. The oh, mustache's th- looking real nice. Yeah, I gotta trim it up. All right, bud. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not really. Just uh, new episodes of the DadCast coming out. We recorded about four of them last week, so season two is uh is on its way. Hell yeah,
0: bud! All right, yeah, sick. Follow uh follow cryptic cocktail on Instagram at cryptic cocktail. we also have a Twitter, I don't ever use it, but you know, we're followed by the Flatwoods Monster Museum, so it's kind of a big deal. Uh, the same thing at cryptic cocktail. Uh, we also have a Ko-Fi if you want to donate to the show, it's co-fi/slash cryptic cocktail party. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, follow DadCast on Instagram. It's yep. at... The.DadCast, da- dod- the
1: yeah. Yeah, the.DadCast. <laughs> uh, uh, The.DadCast. Can't get wrong. It's just straightforward. Just a couple of dads who aren't dads spinning a wheel of topics talking about ridiculous things.
0: Yeah, that sounds pretty much like this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Dave, I'm going to go enjoy this shrimp burrito uh, and uh, stay classy, stay sassy, and don't shoot single fathers.